Welcome, everybody, to the second episode of the Fantasy Four. Week five in the books. Another crazy, crazy week of NFL football. Mystic Mo, Muhammad Abdullah here with you. Stens, Big E, Zebo. Uh, just wanted to recap what went down in week five um, from, uh, from the show perspective. We had some starts of the week on last week's show. Um, some big hitters. I had Trevor Lawrence as my quarterback start of the week. He finished pretty high up there. I had uh, Damian Harris as my running back start of the week. He did not end up panning out. He was about six inches away from bagging a second <laughs> touchdown, and maybe that day goes a little bit different, but I'll take the L on that one. Um, and then Kadarius Tony. For anyone that would listen, I told them that Kadarius Tony would finish as a top 10 wide receiver last week. I put it in my article. I put it on Reddit. I put it everywhere. The only place I didn't put Kadarius Tony was my starting lineup. Mm. And I lost because of it. I'm sorry, Tony Montana, for doubting you. Never going to happen again. Say hello to my little friend. He's never coming out of my lineup. Tony Montana. Big stands over here. Had a great week on the sports book side of it. Went 12 and 9. Uh, Mystic Mo went nine and eight, just barely above 500. Ugh, uh, my prop bets kind of stunk, but just against the spread, I did very well. Yeah, so that was solid. And uh, Ethan, five and 10, not a good week. Woo! It's okay. It's okay. We'll recover. Can't win them all. Zebo, four and seven, a little bit lower, but we'll call it a statistical anomaly. Six and six. Hold on. Wait, uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm looking at this. Uh, I'm looking at this sheet right here. It says four and seven. The You're 11 and 11 on the year, though. So that's good. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. So yeah, you went seven and four our test test run week, yeah. and then you ah, flipped it in our first, first actual week. So yeah, I'm still in preseason mode. So you got to give me another week to, to get up to speed. Yeah, this is week two NFL season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The starters aren't in. It's not week three of preseason. That's when the starters come out. And real uh, quick, before jumping into this, Kadarius Tony had that game, and he got thrown out too for punching the guy with the helmet on. Yeah, I'll never understand that ever. I'll never understand that. Also, in that same game, broke OBJ's giant rookie record for receiving yards in the game. He gives me like OBJ vibes. So if that means he's gonna have like, I hope so because I picked him up before that before that performance, and like I said, he sat on my bench, and like I said, womp womp, I lost (laughs) sitting at one and four, Uh, but. Without further ado, I think I think we can get into week six. We're going to do the same sort of thing, give you some insight, give you some fantasy uh, pointers, uh, players that we like, uh, the bets that we like, every single matchup. This is part one where we're going to do half, half of it, and then on tomorrow's show, we'll be doing the other half. Without further ado, Stens, it's all you. Thank you, Mel. All right. So we get back into the action tomorrow, or when we're recording this, it, it, today's Wednesday, but Thursday night, we have Tampa Bay at Philly, opened up at minus seven and a half in favor of the Bucks. The line has shifted a little bit towards the Eagles. It's sitting at seven right now. The over-under is at 52 and a half. It's going to be 70 degrees. No, no rain, a little bit of wind. So there's two bets I like here. Um off the bat, I like the Eagles here. Just 
I think they can keep up with the Bucs. I really like the Eagles' offense. They had a stinker of a link of a week last week. And I mean, they won, but it was just an ugly game. And they got lucky on that one play with the Panthers where the ball like went out of the end zone and it was a safety and that each could have been a touchdown. Um so I'll 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 go with the Eagles at home here. And then my other bet I like here is I like the under in this game. I think the number is a little bit too high. Um Thursday unders are 13 and four when the line opens up at 53 plus and it goes under by an average of 10 plus per game. So this is just a natural, like, you know, it's Thursday night. Now we're getting to the middle of the season. Thursday night games are weird, although they've all been very entertaining this year. So I'll take the under and I'll take the Eagles. All right. I like that. Uh, I am in agreement with you on this one uh, in terms of the spread. I like Philly here. Uh, The, Buccaneers, Tampa Bay secondary is doo-doo. Uh, if Richard Sherman is in your secondary in the year 2021, <laughs> you have you got some issues. Uh, so actually, my quarterback start of the week, right, right to it, right to it, right off the bat, uh, Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a game. I The secondary for Tampa Bay sucks. Uh, Devonta Smith, by nature, I think will also have a big game. He's not my wide receiver start of the week, but... I think he'll have a big game. Um, And then I think I also think with the Dallas Goddard news, Zach Ertz is a phenomenal tight end play. If you have, if you're the Kyle Pitts owner. um, Dallas Goddard dropped a touchdown last week too. It was brutal. So, I mean, if you're, if you are the Kyle Pitts owner or someone else that's on by, or you just need a a plug and play uh, tight end. I really like Zach Ertz uh, here. Uh, and then also, last thing on fantasy, I think this is a Sanders bounce back performance. I just traded for Miles Sanders, so I'm a little bit biased. Um, but more than that, I think it'll be a true colors, like show us what you got kind of matchup. If I think the Buccaneers are going to get out to a lead here, if Miles Sanders doesn't get touches and they turn to Kenneth Gainwell in that position, I think that'll be an indictment on Sanders for the rest of the year. Um, and it'll really, you know, cause him to cause his stock to take even more of a significant hit than it already has. But I'm holding out hope that he bounces back. Uh, but for overall, give me give me Philly plus seven and a half here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the the Eagles hype train here as well with the rest of y'all. Um, I think the way throughout history, the way to get after Tom Brady is in the trenches, always pressure up the middle, can't move. That's what the Eagles have. They got Fletcher Cox, Hargrave, all those boys up front. I think they put pressure on Brady. I don't think they win this game outright, but I think they'll be able to keep it close and, and cover the number. I um, think uh, Eagles will be able to take advantage of the depleted secondary, Rager, Ertz, Smith, all those guys. And um, I think the, the Eagles secondary is a little underrated. Darius Slay is always big play Slay. I think he'll be able to shadow AB or or Evans. And I know Godwin's been banged up a lot this week as well. So might not be at full strength and Gronk's still out. So give me the Eagles plus seven and a half. I really hate hearing Mo say Jalen Hurts at the start of the week because that is the most important player in my lineup. And now I'm expecting him to drop an absolute donut for me. Dude, Mo saying it. But um, I also, I, went, I, I, I went, I did well last week. I went three for five, you know. Well, the thing is with Jalen Hurts is he could play bad like last week and still have a great fantasy. His, his floor yeah. is probably the highest in the NHL. Like he's – I don't like that. He's uh, had like two terrible weeks and he's put up like 23 in each. 
uh, what have you. But uh, unfortunately, I'm also on the Eagles, so no one's going to make any ground on anyone here. Um, yeah, fade okay. us. That's not good. That, we're that means take the Bucks. Yeah, I got to take the Bucks here. I'm yeah. a big believer in the public money thing. Um, Eagles right now, 29% of the bets, 52% of the money. Big disparity there. The Bucks having 71% of the bets. Line hasn't moved much. So just overall, I, I just think the Eagles are a smart player. Even though all four of us are on it, so I can't really trust that. Nope. Yeah, it seems like the right play, but I mean, considering all four of us are on it, I, for the listeners, take the Bucks here. If you're but I was thinking of taking the Bucks, but I faded myself, so I took the Eagles. So maybe that'll yeah. counteract it because I'm I'm terrible at this. So, and also it's worth noting the 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 Tom Brady thumb injury thing. I, I they're saying it's super minor. Uh, okay, we can believe that it's super minor, but even just like something being a little bit off with the thumb in your throwing hands could like that could I could see that causing yeah. some sort of issue. So. Um, that's why I'm, I'm especially on the, the Philly seven, seven and a half here. And real quick, before we jump to the next game, I know you mentioned Hargrave, who's the defensive tackle, the Eagles, Ethan, mm-hmm. and just for the world to know back in high school, because Hargrave reminded me of Vernon Hargraves. I told, oh, Ethan, I told, I told Ethan that he was going to be like a surefire hall of famer. Like I've never been more in on a prospect. Yeah. I remember he was this too. Hoffer out of Florida. Yeah, 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 he was a goat, top ten. That yeah, was, I was like, I was like, no doubt in my mind, it's gonna be like a Hall of Famer. That, he was in the J Ram class, right? Yeah, I think he was. I yeah. liked him more. I liked, I liked him more than him. Yeah, I remember you found a Hoffer, and I really didn't know that was coming. So, uh, just wanted to let the world know that I had that awful <laughs> take, and at the very least, he is still in the league. So yeah. I got that going for me, which is nice. Yeah, that's nice. You can't, you can't win them all. No. All right. Our next game, we're back in London again. Uh, I promise I'm not, I got hyped about the Jets last week. I'm not going to spend as much time on this uh, London slash Tottenham Stadium game because uh, weird stuff happens, clearly. So this time we got another bad matchup because that's all we do when we play London games. We got the Dolphins at the Jags. Jags are technically the home team here. I feel like they've probably played the most London games out of any NFL team in history. Yep. It's going to be 65 degrees. Right now, the spread is minus three in favor of the Dolphins. Very ugly game. I mean, this is a game where, I mean, I woke up very early just because I'm a Jets fan to watch it, but this, I might like, you know, sleep through the first half of this one, even though there is a lot of fantasy relevance here between like J Rob, who has been fantastic for me the past couple of weeks. Miles Gaskin had a great game. I'm sure everybody had him on their bench, though, because he had that stinker two weeks ago. Um, but sticking to the spread, I'll take the Dolphins here. Um, I, I believe in that curse and that tweet of when they went 1-0 and they tweeted out that video of the locker room of Gardner Minshew saying we're just getting started and they haven't won a game since. So I believe that's the curse, and I will take the Dolphins. That's right. my only reasoning. Nice. I uh, I couldn't get myself to bet anyway on this game. Like, there's just – I have no interest in it. There is – is Tua going to play? Is he not going to play? Is it even going to make a difference if he does play? Like, it's just it, – it's an ugly, ugly football game. Uh, this is payback for what the British did to us <laughs> many, many years ago. We gave them the Jets Never last forget. Week. And this week we're giving them Urban Meyer. I mean, it's just like, like they should ban the NFL from, from England at this point. But um, that being said, I do have a lot of fantasy 
uh, takes on this, sell Miles Gaskin, get rid of him, torpedo him into the sun, take advantage of the fact that he just had a monster week, right? That came off the back of a majority of the receiving work. Um, I think what he had, what did he have nine carries for like 36 yards or something like that? And he have a lot of, of carries, and he's averaging like five yards a pop from the backfield, but he doesn't get like a lot of carries. But he just had he's a, he's a receiving. Threat. He went he went what ten for one hundred nine and two touchdowns or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he like he had like ten catches. Or something. Yeah, so that's not going to happen. Um, I don't think that's going to continue to happen. Uh, they're going to be down in a lot of these games, and they're going to be forced to pass. So, like, I'll disagree with you there, but I'll hear you out. Yeah, I don't know. I would think that I mean I don't I don't think Miles Gaskin's value is gonna get go any higher than it is now. Um and I think of course not. if you could package him, if you could take Miles Gaskin, package him with something else and get an upgrade at a position that you didn't upgrade for, that would be the move. Um and also I'm very interested in Jalen Waddle and seeing how the return of Tua is going to affect um how the team uses him because right now they're not really using him the way that we saw him in college. Uh that being said. It's unclear if he's going to start, though, right? He returned a practice. They designated him, yeah, but they don't know yet. Yeah, so I don't know. That's another reason why I didn't bet on the game because I I like I. There's just so many like different uh, factors to it. And then the last point is um, Chenault. I'm not so. I wasn't so much concerned like last week. I think maybe it's just a a one-off performance. But if he comes in this game and he doesn't do well again, I would sound the alarm on Visca just because. you know, if he if they stick with Tavon Austin, and I, I don't even remember who the, the fourth receiver on that team is, someone in the slot. They moved Fiska out of the out of the slot, and he saw three targets, had one catch, and that luckily that catch went for fifty eight yards and salvaged his day. But uh, if he doesn't do something this week, that would be an issue. Uh, and then hopefully this is a spot for Marvin Jones to bounce back as well. I just made a face because I didn't know Tavon Austin was on this team, and then I Googled him, and I saw he had five for 54, so I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I mean, that, that's the thing. And so I, I had um, – like, I was super high. I actually sat Kadarius Tony for Marvin Jones because it was the Titans secondary. Idiot. It was the Titans secondary. The Titans secondary had been getting lit up I all gave out the Marvin Jones pick on the show, too. You probably yeah. got the ju- yeah, juice Yeah, lit, lit up all year, and – for some inexplicable reason, the Jags go and the Jags go into that game and then just never look in Marvin Jones or never look in Chanel's direction. J-Rock it was the weirdest thing. Too much talk about the Jaguars, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Take away, sell Miles Gaskin, get rid of him. Trash. Trash. All right. Um, big winner of this week is definitely Urban Meyer um, with all the John Gruden news. I think everybody Great has forgotten point. about Urban Meyer. Um, and he gets to go to London. So he gets to just leave the country altogether. So just win-win all around. Um, so I will be taking Jacksonville for that reason and that reason alone. Um, you know, get the, the bad juju. Bad juju is left in North America. You got to go to Europe to win for Jacks. That's their home, that's their home city. Um, so I'm going to take Jacksonville. The one thing Urban's got to be careful of, drinking age in England is 18. Make sure he knows that. Um, don't don't want to get more in trouble. So I'll take Jacksonville. I don't know why. <laughs> right then, good point on the drinking age. Yep, got to know. Everyone watch this show. He's, we're just giving him a heads up. Yeah, yeah. be careful. Um, he actually phoned in last week. He was very upset with the words that Zebo used to describe his wife. I'll stand by. Um, Shelly. But definitely not. 
Don't have a play in this. This game's going to fucking suck. No interest. I'm still going to work out. I'm going to degenerate. I'm going to watch the shit out of it. But I don't want to have money on it. Um, Tua, according to Dr. David Chow, <laughs> the GOAT, but also, you know, probably killed Junior So. Um, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my Lord. He, Did he uh, kill himself? <laughs> There's, he was gross negligence was the, was the case. But um, Chow uh, said expect Tua to start this week. So I'll take him at that word. It's a, it's a very, very solid word. Um, definitely disappointed Jalen Waddle last week. I was expecting him without Devontae and without Will Fuller, who can't stay healthy without PDs. Um, he didn't do shit, but also he had Jacoby Brissett back there to, uh, you know, he can't make anyone look good. So hopefully with two of back, Jalen Lotto will actually see like 15 targets like he like he did a few weeks ago, but have more than 40 yards. Um, then on Jacksonville side, I agree with Ethan on the, on the urban thing. Definitely get the bad juju out of there. You know? Yep. So J-Rob, J-Rob will be good. Um, 250 yeah. and 250. He thinks he's playing like Troy every week as he's Ohio State. Yes, yeah, J-Rob, J-Rob is going to feast. He's uh, he, he's getting to that 250 rushing yards. He doesn't matter what it takes. Probably, Carlos Hyde probably gonna have like 100 of them, but um, yeah. So I'm definitely don't have a that play. That play call on fourth and what was it? Fourth and two. So bad. Or fourth and goal, like two yards out. They straight up the middle with Carlos Hyde. <laughs> Inexplicable. He's, he's he's so biased towards his former college players. It's gross. Yeah. So bad. Enough, All right, we we, we definitely we definitely talk. spent too much time. I I preceded <laughs> this segment saying let's not, and we talked about it too long. So anyway, <laughs> next game we get the Rams at the New York Giants. I mean, at the beginning of the Giants and Cowboys game last week, this on paper was a really fun game, but unfortunately the Giants had everybody on their offense get hurt this past week. Very scary injury for Daniel Jones. I haven't seen a concussion like that bad in a while. Like he was like a little yeah. like drool coming out. He was wobbling. He was, he was wobbling. I, I I haven't seen that in an NFL game in a while. So prayers up to him. Prayers up to Saquon. Hopefully they come back. So this opened up at only minus three and a half in favor of the Rams. But obviously the injuries happened. It has ballooned up to minus nine and a half. And the spread is at 48 and a half. It's going to be 60 degrees in New York at MetLife Stadium. I will take the Rams here. I do not trust whatever the Giants have on offense that's not named Darius Tony. Uh, Mike Lennon, the neck. Lennon play neck. Yeah. He's kind of got upstage because David Mills has an even thicker and longer neck. Mm. And I don't know. This is probably just a, this is a, you know, not really a get right game because the Rams don't need it, but this is their their offense will be clicking and, and firing all cylinders this game. I don't see how the Giants even get up for this game. I'll take the Rams. Uh if Danny Dimes plays right, uh we saw Teddy Bridgewater get into a uh, get a concussion and then a week later, or the very next week he was in. We'll see how Daniel Jones progresses. If Daniel Jones is playing, uh doesn't matter who is back or who isn't back on the offense as long as Kadarius Tony Montana is there. Uh, give me the Giants plus 10 and a half if Danny Dimes is playing. Okay. Give me Tyler Higby 
as my tight end start of the week, the Giants poppycock, just really, really bad uh, against the tight end. Uh, so that's why Tyler Higby uh, has been pedestrian thus far. However, through five weeks, he's seen five end zone targets. Um, so uh, he's being looked at in the red zone. He's being looked at uh, down the stretch. Uh, so I like him given the fact that the Rams should be able to move the ball and have those red zone opportunities. Um, so overall, I, the Rams defense is not that great. I think Devontae Booker is going to have a, a, a good game. I think he'll be like middle of the pack uh, running back, maybe like the running back 18 to like the 22nd. And uh, I also think this is a who is Robert Woods game. We saw obviously last week he got peppered with targets right after McVay said, uh, you know, they wanted to get him more involved. Uh, it almost seemed a little forced today. Uh, you know, one week removed, we'll see. Uh, what the offense looks like, what the split looks like. Uh, and uh, I think that'll be interesting. And that's something that I'm looking forward to. Like I mentioned last week, don't bet on the Giants. So um, I think they have a chance here. This kind of reminds me of last year when they went into Seattle with Colt McCoy and somehow pulled out that W. Um, of course, Daniel Jones, for some reason, was out there today and Pat's throwing the ball as they were asking Joe Judge about Daniel Jones, he had no idea he was out there, which kind of scared me a little bit. Um, and obviously Barkley will be out a few weeks. They haven't said anything about Galladay. They said it's they're getting some MRIs. They said they dodged a bullet. It's not too serious, but I'm sure he'll, he'll miss a week or two. And then Tony was banged up a little bit at the end of the game. So I think he was limited today with an ankle injury. Basically the whole 53 man roster is hurt. So everybody's limited at practice. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't have too high expectations at this point. I, at this point for the Giants, I just hope that they can stay healthy, lose more games, and get a better draft pick because they're not catching the Cowboys or a wild card spot. So might as well just keep losing. Um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe they keep it close and don't get embarrassed by 40 points. As a Giants fan, also not putting money on this. Agree with Ethan. I've been on the tank train for five years, ever since Gettleman had the worst draft pick possibly in franchise history. <laughs> At that number two overall with someone I would not name. I've been on the tank train and we've tanked and yet he still has a job. He'll be gone after this year and we'll forward to that. We could get Matt Corral or Malik Willis, you know, or even or even just like a guard, because I trust EJ a little more now. Um, on that Joe Judge point, yeah, was Danny Dimes definitely violated commercial protocol today. Absolutely. <laughs> or it was like Joe Judge got like Danny Danny arrived early and was throwing with the receivers and he got to the facility. So like, what the fuck are you doing here? There's no way he should be practicing. I didn't even know that before you brought it up. That's why yeah. I was under the assumption that yeah. Glenn was going to start. So no. I mean, I, I, I mean, today Judge said he's like on track, but again, I just think he's trying to cover his ass for blatant disregard, like that, like Devontae yeah. Adams, like two or three weeks ago when he died on the court temporarily. <laughs> Back in. Dude, I think that's what like the situation is. So. And NBC did the fucking zoom in on his face as his eyeballs were like going yeah, to the back a, of his head. That yeah, was crazy. Probably, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. me. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> yeah, so um, I still don't have a play. I think that Mo needs to slow down his victory lap of KT because he looked good. And I was never a fan of the pick, not because of the player, because of the needs we had. Um, he could be a stud, but 
we also had like Colin Johnson out there and CJ Board. Like, like once like Shep, Slayton, Galladay are all back. Obviously, Kate, he's good to man targets, but he's not going to be like his like ceiling is like a wide receiver too, like low end wide receiver. Oh, that's his ceiling. Let me let me go on the record right here and right now. This is week upcoming week six. Kadarius Tony will be a high end wide receiver two or a low end wide receiver one rest what? of rest of season take it to the bank all right well uh, take it to the though. take it to the bank um so He's been, um, he was he did what he did i think he played he was he was in on like 30 percent 30 percent of snaps last week 35 no percent of snaps look it up it 50 it was 50 and he got it like a, a oh okay 50 yeah that's what it was high target share we get it yeah so everyone, 50 so he played 50 percent of snaps Everyone, I, I probably could get a few targets in that offense. Right? <laughs> I, 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 I would have loved to see it. I don't know. Also, like also, I said, I'm calling my shot. I called it. Okay. Also, what, what I would say is, did you you see the route he ran on Diggs where he just oh, actually he, fucked him? Okay, he cooked him. He cooked Diggs him. is honestly overrated. He's a ball hawk DB. Like, he cannot cover for shit. He's having he, a tie law year. That's exactly Ty what, Law yeah. led the league interceptions, yeah. although Ty he, Law was not that good. He has crazy ball skills, but he's not a good cover. And player. he's still going to win Defensive Player of the Year because they're going to look at the interception stat. But yeah. I'm yeah. with you. I'm and, with you. And he makes a huge impact on defense. I'll give him that. But like, he's yeah, yeah. he cooked. Take away take matter. Kadarius Tony's going to win a couple people their okay. leagues this year. On the Rams side, it was nice to see Bobby Trees bounce back. I've always been a Bobby Trees fan. Bobby. Super consistent through the years in fantasy. Just yeah. I was I was a big fan of Bobby Trees, and then I I uh, I there an opportunity presented itself that was too good to pass up. And so it was a nice team involved. McVay kept his word. He said like the morning before that Bobby Trees approached him, wanted to get more involved. So the breakfast Love thing matters much unless they got breakfast in secret. That one, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm not, I don't have a plan on this, but just wanted to bring up that. Tony point, slow mow down a bit. I'm also, um, as we were talking through this, I'm also going to take the under in this game. So the under is currently at 48 and a half. And just historically, the totals have gone over in zero of the Giants' last five games and two of their past last eight home games. Sick. And then on the Rams' side, the, the totals have gone over in, the, in one of the Rams' last five games. So... I'm going to go with the trends here and I will take the under as the over is not hitting here. It will not. Yeah. I like that play. All right. We are on to game number four of this slate. Getting the ugly games out of the way in this first part, we got the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. This opened up at 11 and a half in favor of the Colts. It's currently at, Minus 10 in favor of the Colts. The over-under is at 43. That's a low number. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So spread, dude. just like the, the Monday night games this year have all actually been really good. Like ESPN has gone spoiled because I don't think they've had a bad game. Super entertaining game. Lamar Jackson, probably the best I've ever seen him. He was absolutely lights out. Incredible during that game. Uh that's a Bill Polian, fuck you. I'm not a wide receiver. <laughs> I'm a fucking quarterback revenge game. Yep. So 
honestly, too many points here. I'm going to take the Texans. I took them last week and they, and they covered against the Pats and here um, the Colts are coming off a short week. That was just an emotional, absolutely devastating comeback loss. And the Colts simple plan. They're just not that good. I like the rushing attack. Michael Pittman's a beast, but as we saw in that game, they're going to blow games like that. Um, Their secondary got banged up in the second half. Too. They lost a couple key players and might be crazy, but Davis, Davis, Davis Mills played pretty good last week. And I think he could take advantage of their secondary being depleted. So my play here, I will take the Texans and the points. You have one good week and everyone forgets who you, who you actually are. I think this, the same, the same sort of nonsense that uh, eroded the minds of betters on the Falcons Jets games. Some people were taking the Jets to cover there just because they had come off a victory against the Titans, but they looked awful the games before. I think it's the same sort of thing with the Texans here. They're not a good football team. I think Carson Wentz, he looked healthier out there. Um, I think he he starts rushing a little bit more. He hasn't really been rushing probably, presumably because his ankles, both of them sprained at the same time somehow. But uh Give me, give me the Colts here. Give me the Colts minus nine and a half. Um, and I don't really have much else to say about this. I think Brandon Cooks is a good start this week. He hasn't really been doing much um, the last couple of weeks, but I think he's a good start this week. And then Michael Pittman, I think is a very good start. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm getting to him. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Michael Pittman uh, is a very solid, uh, solid wide receiver taken up a lot of targets. Uh, Carson Wentz looks to him a lot. Uh, so uh, him, Jonathan Taylor, obviously, uh, also had a great game. Uh, and I don't I don't see Naeem Hines uh, factoring in too much into this one. Uh, so I, I would, uh, unless you absolutely need to because of a bye week or something, I just would not be playing Naeem Hines uh, like Zeb is this week. Um. <laughs> Wentz played played really well. Obviously, he, he's going to get overshadowed by that Lamar Jackson game. I threw for 400 yards in that game, which, which was really good. Um, played, looked looked good, looked confident out there, even with his best alignment out there, not out there with Quentin Nelson being hurt. Um, having said that, I'm going to take the Texans here. I don't have a real feel in this game. Both teams are pretty garbage. Um, I, I'm wondering because obviously they have to give the Eagles. That, that first round draft pick, if they continue to lose and the division gets away from them, do they start to sit Carson Wentz to preserve that draft pick? I'm sure they most people would not appreciate that because everybody shit on the Eagles for quote unquote uh, tanking that final game last year. Um, and I can only imagine what would happen if they just sat Wentz for like eight weeks of the season. Um, if that were to happen, they got out of it. Um, but that's a different story for a different day. I'm going to take the Texans here. No no real feel for the game. Let Carson Wentz did have a career high in passing yards. I, he, I, you mentioned that, E, so I looked it up. Yeah, did. yeah 400 yards, yeah. He just, he just got, you know, overshined, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he played he played well. I mean, he didn't make any turns. No, he, he didn't. make any mistakes. He for the, the, the forced fumble. And they had a weird – they had the block field, ball, field goal by Clayus Campbell, and they had a weird kicker yeah. situation the whole night where they had, like – 
um, Roberto Sanchez, or I think that's his name. Rodrigo. Yeah, Re- no, Rigo Berte. Rigo no, Berte. no, 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 no. He, he got hurt. No, yeah. It's I thought you were saying he got yeah. hurt. Okay, yeah. No, he got yeah, hurt. Rodrigo he Rodrigo blanket shit. Yeah, okay. then yeah. Rodrigo. Yeah, Rodrigo was also, also, shout out to my boy OA from Penn State on that force fumble with Colin Wentz. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take, take the Texans here. I don't know why. Okay, I'm just going to get this, uh, this out of the way real quick. I'm taking the Colts. The Texans sting. Now, what I really want to get to is I offered Mo out of desperation, right? Michael Pittman, wide receiver 24 on the year, top 10 in targets. Top, he might be top five in targets since week from week two on while playing a game with, I think, Jacob. Did, did Jacob Eason start a game at all this year? Or was it, did once come back? Either had, no, he didn't start a game. Okay. Well, Wentz had like half an ankle total. So Michael Pittman, right? Like all that. I offered him for Alex Collins, <laughs> the backup running back on a team whose quarterback is Geno Smith with Rashad Penny, the actual backup coming back this week. Oh, Rashad I- Penny, the actual backup, the one that we've heard about for the last X amount of years. He's I the, offered Michael. He's the most talented running back to never fucking play. I offered Michael Pittman for Alex Collins. Straight up. Straight up. Fucking consider it. Didn't what? even consider it. Didn't even bat Why? an eye. And You're- Chris Carson is practicing this week. He is going to play this week. And he yeah. is holding. Uh, he's going to play, but one third. bad hit. One Great. bad hit to paper neck Carson. And he's, he's, in, a, he's a- in a retirement home. Okay. What Ethan and Send, what would you say? Like, top what is Michael Pittman rest of the year for at, at receiver? Top 24. I would say, tw- I would say, yeah, top 24. I mean, he his stock will take a, a dip a little bit when TY comes back, but probably not by much. Um, yeah, I say top 30 minimum, right? But Alex Collins, he didn't even get good, good stats when he Carson was out. <laughs> fucking DJ Dallas looked better than him. That catch that Michael Pittman had was legit. That was incredible. Man, and Listen. I offered him for Alex fucking Kahu. How long goes he on the Ravens? Like, he, I'm pretty sure you served Justin Forsett. Like, congratulations. Listen, the name That's of the Justin thing. Forsett had one really good year. The he name, the way that I see it, the way that I see it is you as the Chris Carson owner, right? I like the upside that I get with Michael Pittman. Like I have Justin Jefferson. I have some other receiving You're options. Marvin Jones. No, You're not Marvin anymore. Marvin Jones in your lineup. And yeah, you get well, no to Michael Pittman. Settle down. Settle down. Not, not anymore. And they were, they were close on the season before this game. So um, they were, they were relatively even both of those players. Uh, you see the so. targets and Wentz is healthy. Like, like I said, like I said, the potential if Carson, if something happens to Carson, Alex Collins becomes like if he would be on, if he's on the waivers, right, and something happens to Alex, and something happens to Chris Carson, right, you're blowing one hundred percent of your fab to get Alex Collins. No, you're not. Rashad, come Bro, on. Chris Carson had eight points. And he, he was on the field for like ninety five percent of the snaps. Yeah, but they were playing from behind against the Rams, right? and like it's negative game script. Like there's a whole bunch of reasons. For it. Fifteen carries. Cry me a river. We're, we're, we're spending way too much time on these shitty ass games. All right, I, I got I got super <laughs> mad last night. We could go on. All right, Colt. Colt. Okay. While we're on it, um, I googled myself just to fact check if Jacob Easton starts a game. And the top story when you Google Jacob Easton is NFL Colts quarterback Jacob Easton's hot girlfriend stunt in tiny bikinis, quote unquote, smoke show city. 
So if you want to sick, check that article out. Google Jacob Eason. <laughs> Jacob Eason, twenty twenty one MVP by two paragraphs, which I'm sure isn't a also, also a, a that steamed <laughs> website. That that Georgia QB room was fire though. With it was Eason from and then Fields. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, you could say he's Eason from Fields. What? No, sorry. Next. No, com- no, no comment on that <laughs> no. one. Okay. All right. We're moving to a non-shitty game. We got the Kansas City Chiefs in Washington taking on the football team. Chiefs are favored. Line open at minus six and a half. It is still at minus six and a half. Uh, the over-under is at 55 and a half right now. So, I feel like ugly game for the Chiefs last week. I, I, I cannot see them not winning this game. And the question is, do they cover the spread in this game? I'm going to say yes. Uh, Washington's pass defense stinks. And then I think the Chiefs, especially this year, they're fine against the bad teams, and they score plenty in those games. But they've been bad against the good teams. And I will classify Washington as a bad team. So I feel like this line might even raise raise up a little bit more before for game day on Sunday. So I'll take the Chiefs here. I don't love it just because the Chiefs are so bad against the spread, but they need a they need a like a get right game. So I'll take them here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Chiefs minus seven here. Um, but I'm also gonna go the under. I think that uh part of the reason that the offense is struggling for the Kansas city chiefs is their inability to run the ball or their lack of willingness to like establish a regular running game. They haven't really been doing that. Um, kind of hard to, you know, do try different things. Uh, that being said, I think that they try to establish the, the run here. I think that they use both Daryl Williams and Jarek McKinnon uh, to, to do some damage on the ground uh, so I don't think it's going to be like a, a high scoring, like shootout. Uh, so that's why I like the under. Uh, and really the only thing uh, else or the only other thing from this game is uh, Taylor Heineke. I think he's a fantastic start for this week. If you're looking to stream a quarterback, um, I think he'll do great. Kansas City Chiefs secondary is not good. Their defense has been really, really leaky. They won a championship and just totally forgot how to play defense, any and all types of it. Um, so with that said, uh, Terry McLaurin is my wide receiver start of the week. I think he's going to eat this week. Uh, and uh, I think Taylor Heineke has a good game. Uh, I think really all of the all of the pieces in Washington are going are gonna to do solid. I think Antonio Gibson will do well. Uh, and I think J.D. McKissick, if you're really in a bind or you have a, a bye week issue or something like that, I think he'd be a good flex start uh, because uh, I do think that Washington will be playing from behind. Uh, I don't have a side on the, the spread. I'm just, I'm just going to go over. It's probably a sucker bet, um, but I'm a sucker. So these two defenses are, are garbage um, and both offenses are, are pretty competent. Um, so I'll take the over here. The, the Chiefs are giving up 7.1 yards per play which is the worst in NFL history by like over a half a yard. So basically anytime you're basically anytime you're playing the chiefs, you become the best offense ever. Um, So 
they've been the victim of some really bad penalties though. Like that Frank yeah. Clark rough in the passer penalty on Sunday night football is absolute yeah. bullshit. And the NFL needs yeah. to clean up their fucking act. The refs, the refs this year have been pretty bad. I mean, also like in that Chargers Browns game, the, the flag on Mike Williams down the sideline was yep. terrible. Terrible. The refs have been also in bad. the I, I don't I don't know how many of you watched the Jets game, but Quincy Williams had an awful rough in the yeah. pass call. It was like a textbook tackle and yeah. he had a call for rough in the passer. Just bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess they were focusing too much on the taunting penalties in the offseason to figure out what was going on. But <laughs> yeah. um and then Washington's defense, like most said, I don't know what happened to them. I don't know if he, last year was just fool's gold, but they are they're terrible this year as well. Um so I'll take the over. I think it, I think it could be a game. I feel like this game is like a, a Patrick Mahomes, like everybody's talking about Herbert and Allen and Lamar, and like, don't they realize that I'm the best quarterback in the league kind of game? Um so we'll see. He should respond um, and win this game pretty easily. So I'll, I'll just take the over high scoring affair. I'm going to take the better quarter, quarterback in this matchup, fade the other two, fade the public year, take uh, Washington. I think the 80% of the bets are on the Chiefs. So I need no other reason to. Uh, the money's always on the Chiefs. Exactly. <laughs> It's always other teams. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm a sucker. I'm gonna keep taking them until they cover one of these spreads. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, like honestly, like the Chiefs haven't looked like the Chiefs, but if like, would anyone be surprised if they came out and just absolutely mollywhopped no. the Washington no. football team? Like, it is well within the realm of possibilities here. Washington has a better quarterback. You know. <laughs> well, I'm starting him this week in fantasy, so I hope so. I did catch that, Steve. I thought you were going to go – with that lead into your pick, I thought you were going to go yeah, Chiefs. No one reacted. No, I, I, it, I got there. Oh, yeah, it, it was sarcasm. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. No problem. All right, anything else in this game? No. <laughs> no. Okay. All right, next we got the Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. This one opened up, actually, by the Panthers favored by three – which I wish I put my bet in when this line first came out because that's ridiculous. Right now, it's a pick em. Um, I have the Vikings right now favored by one. The over-under is at 46. Um, last week, I was on the Eagles. I gave reasoning mainly because I don't like Sam Darnold. I think he's a fraud, and as a Jets fan, I can't root for that dude. And I'm going to continue to root against Sam Darnold. Because as you saw last week, he is who we thought he was. And that is a mediocre quarterback. So I, for some reason, I always have these Viking stats. Um, uh, Mike Zimmer is 38-19-1 against the spread versus non-divisional opponents on normal rest. And the Minnesota defense is second in pressure. This year, Darnold against pressure has a 59.6 quarterback rating under pressure. And he's throwing an NFL high four interceptions. Carolina's offensive line is very mediocre. They're not great at pass blocking. When Darnold gets pressure, as that stat just told you, he will throw picks. They will be ugly. I will be taking the Vikings minus one. I take them up to like three, honestly. I don't think the line's going to move that much, but I love the Vikings here. And then I'm also going to take the under. Um, I think Carolina is going to play a little bit more conservatively. Um, I know McCaffrey's like 50-50 to play this week. Um, whether he plays or not doesn't change my opinion too much. I just think they'll play more conservatively. 
since Darnold's had five picks the past two weeks. So um, I will also take the under uh, in this game. Give me the Panthers. Vikings offense has fallen flat in recent weeks. Uh, I don't know what it is, uh, but I'm not going to go against the momentum there and uh, just assume that they're going to have a good game against a uh, a pretty good defense, right? Like they they're they're not like a, a, a top five defense, but they're they're a pretty solid defense uh, in the Panthers. Uh, so I, I like the Panthers here. Stens doesn't like Sam Darnold. And like I said last week, I love Sam Darnold. Yin and Yang. <laughs> Sam Darnold is going to finish a top 10 quarterback this year. Book it. Take it to the bank. And I will take Zeb's money to the bank when it happens. Uh, give me Carolina. Um, I'll take Carolina as well. Um, Minnesota had absolutely no business winning last week against Detroit. Somehow pulled that game out of their ass. Um, Carolina also has not looked great. They're similar to Denver where they some, they just beat up on the, the bad teams real early, and now they're starting to get exposed. Um, but I don't consider Minnesota a top-notch team. Um, so I'll just take Carolina, especially if McCaffrey comes back. If he doesn't, I might lean to Minnesota. But at this point, it looks like he, he should play. So I'll take Carolina. I think DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, those guys – hopefully get, get back on track. Minnesota deep secondary is not great. Patrick Peterson is not himself, um, not the Arizona Cardinals, Patrick Peterson. So I'll take Carolina. Can't believe you actually just mentioned Robbie Anderson as if he's going to touch. Not him. a factor. He stinks. Zilstra, I keep forgetting the dude's name. He's more talented. Um, but I don't have a plan this, and it's mostly because of the Panthers injuries. McCaffrey's 50-50. While I don't think running backs matter, and that will be always my stance, I always stand by that. McCaffrey's the one running back in the NFL that matters. Um, I think Shaq Thompson's questionable. CJ Henderson's questionable. So, super sketchy there for the Panthers. Um, which this could be a revenge game for your guy, Zilstra, because he is from Minnesota, and he went to notably – Yeah. Football powerhouse Concordia College yeah, yeah. Ooh. in Moorhead, in Minnesota. So um, Minnesota, Reve- if, revenge game. Take take oh. take the over on Zilstra catches, which I'm assuming is probably at half. Is that a play for you? Um, no, absolutely. Fine. Write it down. That is throwing money into a furnace. But uh, Minnesota. Yeah, also, Minnesota. is is Dalvin Cook playing? It looks like it. I think he was limited today, right? Yeah. So make it. I mean. Remax don't matter. Who cares? Um, but okay. I think I think the Darnold slander is too much from Stens. Understandably so, because when he's balling out for another team after Adam Gase ruined his the first few years of his career, I'd be sorry. Hasn't been balling out the last two weeks. Oh, whoa. calm down. Here. Facts. He, Facts. if he finishes a top ten quarterback, I would happily give Mo five hundred dollars because I would be very happy to see that. Um, yeah. So no play here. Too much. I think he's – is he eight? Is he eight on the season right now? No, he really fell. I thought it was on. All righty, last game in part one of this podcast. We have well, – what might be the best game of the week. The Chargers are in Baltimore. Two four-and-one teams, two MVP candidates, Justin Herbert, as well as Lamar Jackson, both coming off amazing games. Um, we talked – we touched on Baltimore a little bit already. 
in the Monday night game, but one of the games of the week is Brown Browns and chargers that incredible game to watch. Herbert is special to say the least. Um, the line in this game is minus three in favor of the Ravens. The over under is 51 and a half. This is a one o'clock game. This is a really tough game. Like, honestly, I don't even want to bet this game and I just want to watch this game. But for the sake of this show, I will take the chargers and the points. Um, I will keep riding Justin Herbert until he lets me down. Should be a dynamic game. Um, Hopefully there's a lot of points. I'm not going to make a play on the over-under, but I just hope this is an entertaining game. ton of fantasy-relevant players. Um, the Ravens' backfield was an absolute mess, but um, Mark Andrews had one of the best games by a tight end this year last week. He's catching everything. And then on the Chargers' side, um, I'm looking for Keenan Allen to have a bounce-back game. I'm an owner of him in a lot of leagues, and he's hasn't had a great year so far. Obviously, Mike Williams has been the – beneficiary of most of like the touchdowns as well as all the tight ends on that team. So I'll look for Keenan Allen here. I'm not going to make any prop play here, but look for Keenan Allen to have a bounce back game. And yeah, like I said, um, I'll stick with the chargers until they let me down. So I'll take the chargers and points. Yeah. Give me the chargers. Uh, I like the same, I like the same rationale. Um, I think that the Chargers secondary is much better than the Colts secondary. So Lamar Jackson did light it up against the Colts uh, indisputable or undisputed. Great game. Skip and uh, Shannon undisputed, but yeah, undisputed, probably, mm-hmm. probably one of the best games of his career. Uh, it's my turn. <laughs> you told me it was my turn. That being said, settle down. <laughs> that being said, um, I think that the Chargers secondary is much more legit than the Colts secondary. I think that they give Lamar Jackson problems through the air. Uh, I think Justin Herbert. I'm not sure what his odds are right now, but I I I'd sprinkle a little bit of money on him winning MVP because he's. Uh, He's looking real solid. If the Chargers make a couple, like if they string together wins and they go far, I think he could, uh, I think he can make a viable challenge for, uh, for MVP. And I think that uh, Keenan Allen is a fantastic buy low candidate uh, in your fantasy leagues. If you have a fantasy owner, uh, unfortunately the owner in our league is uh, the ever mysterious Blake who you'll, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to give him your firstborn child, the rights to your firstborn child, uh, intricate raps uh, in order for him to give you anything. But uh, if you you could get Eckler, right, for a fair deal, I think that he has, I think he has bounce back potential in the second half of the year. No, 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 not Eckler. I'm sorry, not Eckler. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, Keenan Allen. (laughs) There you go. Just making sure. Sorry, yeah. Now, Keenan Allen, I think he has fantastic bounce back potential in the second half of the year. Uh, I think that uh, the favoritism towards Mike Williams, uh, I'm not sure that continues all year. Uh, I think maybe it bounces out as the season goes on. Time will tell, but I like Keenan Allen as a buy low candidate and uh, I like the Chargers. I'd say Baltimore here. Um, mostly because I had Baltimore last week in my survivor pool and they pulled that out of their ass to keep me alive for another week. So got to give love. 
Um, I think this is going to be a great game. Um, Herbert versus Lamar, probably two of the top three quarterbacks under 25 you've started franchise with today, I'd say. Um, Baltimore's defense was not what I expected. Um, they did not look good against the Colts. Um, once tore them up. And I can only imagine what Herbert will do to them if they play the same way they did last week. Um, like most said, Chargers secondary is good. Lamar definitely won't have a game like that. But they did miss out on their 100-yard rushing game record. So probably try to start that up again. Maybe uh, get it going game one against the Chargers. See how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Baltimore just for because they saved me last week. So, But I'm just rooting for a good game, which it should be. I don't have a play here. Um, normally I would because 90% of the bets are on the Chargers. That's egregious. I saw that too. That is absolutely absurd. And Vegas is going to absolutely just demolish the assholes of many, many better. But I see the Ravens as just a worse version of the Browns, pretty much built on the same principles. Um, but the Chargers had their way with the Browns last week. Um, not had their way, but they won. Um, so I don't, I don't see. So while, while the public is definitely way too heavy on the Chargers, I'm not going to join either side. Uh, so I don't have to play there. And also, I don't think – you're saying favoritism for Mike Williams. It's because he's a significantly more talented receiver. He honestly might be a top ten receiver in the league. And wow. I, it's, it's true. Like, if you watch have, – have you watched any Chargers games? Dude, it's just good. And when he has a future hall for throwing it to him, I just, I, just I, I agree. I'm, I'm no, dis- no disrespect to Mike Williams. No, no disrespect. But Keenan Allen is not a scrub. He's Word, not. No. Word Keenan, to Stephen A. Smith. Keenan I Allen's think I think he'll player. bounce back. But Mike Williams is better. They've um, been missing on like some deep passes. I'm not there's like I didn't slander Mike Williams at all. I'm just saying a couple of these deep passes, Keenan Allen's yeah. are gonna start are gonna start. I agree. Running. That's I, all. That's all. I think he can bounce back, but the favoritism he, Herbert's going to keep going to Mike Will. And uh, on the Ravens side. Contract year. It is a contract year. Uh, Ravens side with the running, they don't have a running back. Tyson Williams might be the least talented man in the NFL. That's and, so unfair. Tyson Williams. You have someone in here who caught him a league winner and dropped 153 out of 200 fab on him. I won't say names. That was um, me. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. And Tyson Williams, there is no – it's inexplicable that they do not use him. Like he's, he's by far the most efficient running back out of the running backs on that roster by far. Like by Mo also Murray. missed on like a six or seven, like leg same game parlay because he bet on a Tyson Williams anytime touchdown. So, Oh yeah, that was, I want to mention that though. Pain. Yes. Every single one hit the exception of Tyson Williams scoring a touchdown. I dropped him. He's dumb. dead to me. That's the, dumb. The, the fab I spent on him. Devontae Freeman was on the field instead of him. Yeah. He's a corpse. Yeah. And he's Levy better, probably. He's just he's just somebody that I used to know. Um, that being said, while we're on the Ravens, uh, Rashad Bateman, if he is out there, pick him pick up. Him up. He's, I, I've had him stashed in um, like my IR spot for a while. I'm yes, ready. Sir. Pick him up. Pick up Rashad Bateman. Uh, Marquise Brown, he's a, a stud. I think he is elevating himself into that like top upper echelon 
especially if Lamar Jackson continues to throw it as much as like they have. I don't know if he'll continue to do so. Um, and it's still like to be determined how Rashad Bateman's presence is going to affect Marquise Brown. But with Lamar throwing more and with Marquise's talents, it's hard to argue against the fact that he might be, he might be in like the, the company of like the upper, upper wide receiver talent. Did you see him call out Bart Scott today? I did not. Yeah, apparently Bart Scott said like he wouldn't start on any of like the good teams. And he, and, and he quote tweeted the video. It's like his name, Bart, what you expect. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good counter. Sorry, yeah. sorry to all the Barts out there. <laughs> that is a, a tough name. Can't wait. All right. Great post game. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think that that wraps it up for today's uh, episode. Uh, we're doing, uh, we're breaking it up uh, this week. Uh, this is first half of games. Uh, tomorrow we'll be releasing uh, the second video and it'll be the second half of the games. Same sort of format. Uh, we are doing a subscriber giveaway, uh, an autograph. We're talking about Justin Herbert. I like him for MVP this year as like a little sneaky play future hall of famer how would you like to win an autographed justin herbert jersey authenticated uh, all you got to do go to www.thefantasy4.com scroll down put in your email subscribe and then verify your email and you'll be automatically entered that's the best way to get uh you know the, the quickest notifications when uh any sort of content gets dropped articles videos Whatever it may be, we're, we're dropping articles several times a week. Uh, so lots of great content. And you could win a jersey if you are a Justin Herbert fan. Chargers For the fan. fans, I was lobbying uh, Mo to do a Blake Bortles giveaway, but he kind of overruled me. So I'm sorry, fans. I know you're rooting for that. but you Justin Herbert. You know what? I'm we'll sorry. do Justin Herbert or one of an equivalent value. So we'll, we'll if you're not a big Justin Herbert fan. Won't be Blake Bortles uh, then because that's a lot more uh, value. Yeah. yeah. A UCF Bortles jersey. Yeah. Oh. So that's all you got to do. Uh, and then if you could just drop us a like, subscribe on YouTube. It goes a long way. Uh, we're giving up our edge in our own fantasy league. I was just telling the guys how uh, when we released the, the you know part of the waiver uh, article, uh, it kind of sucked because, you know, there's some people in our league that would like never look at the people that we talk about, but because we kind of do this show, it, it, it uh, kind of gives our, gives our trade secrets away, but uh, mm. still going to get that W fellas. This is my, this is my year sitting at one and four. We like, we like to play from behind. Thank you so much, everybody. And we will see you tomorrow on next episode, the second half of week six.